hold on. It'll be getting hard to tighten that. I heard someone say, you're getting harder. She said, you tighten another knot. I said, what's another knot? She said, you tighten another knot. So continue to hold on. Father, we come to you right now. Father God, we thank you right now for the messenger, Father God. We ask that you fill them up, Father God. Let your Holy Spirit rain down, Father God. Touch them from his head to his toe, Father God. We ask that you let them bring forth the word, Father God. Let it come bold and let it fall over the ground, Father God. We thank you for this young man, Father God, that you will call to hear the message on today. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's Romans chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3. So then, my friends, because of God's great mercy to us, I appeal to you, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to his service and pleasing to him. This is the true worship that you should offer. Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let, your, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and is pleasing to him and is perfect. And because of God's gracious gift to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you should. Instead, be modest in your thinking and judge yourself according to the amount of faith that God has given you. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 12, life and God's service. For me, it is a uh, foundational scripture of how I should conduct myself in my walk. If I feel lost, if I feel like I need direction, I go back to Romans 12. And it is the reminder to bring them back to center, to say, this is where you should be. You're there, you need to be here. And that's what scripture's for. I was telling uh, at Hartford this morning that scripture is for practical application. It is for us to use. It's not to be on the coffee table as decoration, it's for us to use in our daily life. So with that said, today's, today's message is entitled, I'm All That and a Bag of Chips. I'm All That and a Bag of Chips. Amen. So, uh, we, are, we are well acquainted with Romans 12. But I'm going to start at verse 3. And because of God's gracious gift to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you should. Instead, be modest in your thinking and judge yourself according to the amount of faith that God has given you. So each one of us has a measure of faith. Far too often we measure ourselves by what we think we see someone else has as a measure of faith. I feel like I'm here. I see Sister Trees is here. I see 
pastor is here. So maybe I'm just trying to take a step back because this is where I think I am. And other times, I think I'm here. And all of y'all, amen. Hence the modest thinking. So Romans 12 in its entirety gives us a walk. It gives us, it starts off with how we should think and how we should be focused. Then it talks about, uh, beginning at verse 3, the body of Christ and the gifts of the Spirit. That we all have different gifts. And it's okay that we have different gifts. Because you don't have the gift of preaching doesn't make you any less effective as uh, a Christian than someone who does have the gift. You don't have the gift of speaking in tongues doesn't make you any less effective as a Christian than someone who does. We all have gifts and the Spirit gives as He sees fit. And it's okay to ask for gifts, but it's as He sees fit. But I will tell you to start by using what He has given you before you ask for something else. And if you don't know how to use it, there's the instruction there. Amen. And then the final portion of the scripture talks about how we deal with our enemies, how we deal with those who are difficult in our life, and our approach. But again, Romans 12 begins with us. And sometimes we think we're all bad. And a bag of chips. I know I'm all bad. But if, I get, if you get a bag of chips with it, you're getting the value in it, so you're getting more. I'm being silly, I'm sorry. But we need to be modest in where we think we are in our walk. We need to, not just modest, we need to be honest. That this is where I am. These are the good things of my walking faith. And these are the struggles of my walking faith. Far too often we, we lift up the good things. We lift up the plus in our walk. And, and we don't talk about and we hide the minuses. As I like to say in my interviews, the needs improve. But we need, we need to know where we are in the totality of our walk so that we can be better in our walk and so that we can be more effective in our walk. Because ultimately it's not about us. It's about the glory that God gets in and through us. And sometimes when we're thinking we're that and the bag of chips, we're turning people off of Christ. Because look at me, I'm so great. And sometimes when I'm saying, look at me, I'm so great, I'm saying, look at me, I'm so obnoxious, I'm so better than you, I'm so... Which is why it's one of the reasons I enjoy uh, the picnic like yesterday when we do, because we do it to God's glory. It's not about us, it's about them, and it's about giving God the glory to help those in need. And they are appreciative. They are, they are receiving and they are welcoming. 
And when we do it in the true spirit, God gets glory, and people are drawn into the body of Christ. Which is really what it's all about, drawing more and more and more and more to the body of Christ. But when it's about me, I'm turning people off of Christ. So there are times when I'm the shiznits, I'm clicking, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I'm being faithful, I'm, I'm doing stuff. And then I turn out, it turns out that I'm actually ignoring people. I'm feeling good about me and so I now have my blinders because I'm looking in the mirror. One of the kids now, they did, this is weird to me, you, you take the phone like you're taking a selfie, you, you, you use it like a mirror. So I am focused on me and in turn, I'm completely tuning everybody else out. I have to be open to recognizing that in myself, but also in taking correction from others to say, hey brother, you are, you're out of control right now and you need to bring back to center your walk of faith. Because right now you're going, you're, I'm talking about me, so I know this doesn't apply to you. I'm talking about me. But we have to be honest with ourselves, but we also have to take correction when it's given and be open to, okay, well maybe I am being a jerk right now. Maybe I am being not so loving, not so Christ-like. And then take that to heart and then use the gifts and the word to come back to self. That's why anytime someone asks me, what's your favorite scripture? Romans 12, because that's where he always brings me back to. Um, Brother Lord, you, you're straying, and I need you to go to Romans 12 again today. I know, I know you started the day with Romans 12, but it's lunchtime. I think you should review what you read this morning. Let's just go over it for a few minutes before we continue your day. But it's important for us as the body of Christ to be open to correction from the Lord. To say, this is where I need you to be. You're here. And I need you back here in center. And it is truly a blessing when we are open to it. Because it's not easy. Taking correction is not always easy. And depending on where it's coming from, because, you know, if. And, and I, I, I. Yes. I think I, I know I've told you all this before that the, uh, the young man who was uh, one of the drivers and he was. Deacon at his church, I think it was, and he and I were bumping heads. I don't remember what it was that got it started, but it got to a point, he didn't like me and I really didn't like him. That's just the truth. He'd come in about midday, about 11, I would put his keys and his paperwork on the counter and I would go to the back of the office, I would go use the bathroom, I would, because that's how it got to be that I just didn't want to be bothered because I would, you know when you, you feel your anger coming in? Yes. 
that's exactly what it came to. And so I recognized that. I said, let me just leave him alone. And then somebody who was, was new to our office that week, by Wednesday, they said, you don't, you don't like him, do you? I was like, no, 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 he's fine, he's fine. I'm like, no, no, dude, you do not. Do not like him because your tone changes, your temperament changes, and it's about an hour before you get back to the guy that you started out as this morning. I had to take that correction to go, okay, I got some things to work on. I, sh I should not let anyone affect me to that point that, you know, you feel that welling up and that it takes me an hour for somebody who comes in, signs his paperwork, and then he's gone. I had to, to recognize and take that correction and say, okay, Lord, you, I need you to work on me right now. I need to be different. Verse 2 tells us, do not conform to the standards of this world. That, that temper rising is the flesh, is the standard of the world. Because the world will tell you, speak what's on your mind, stand up for yourself. It doesn't tell you to be loving, it doesn't tell you to be kind, it doesn't tell you to forget. It doesn't tell you to let it go. Stand up for yourself and be a man and tell them that so-and-so about himself. But if I am going to show the love of Christ, if I am going to be the example and he gets glory in and through me, I have to acknowledge when I am wrong and then allow him to change me into what he would have me to be. It's it's not always easy to recognize and be told you got something to work on. Because we all want to be fabulous. We all want to be it and the bag of chips. We all, we all want to be there. But we have to remember, it's a process. It's a, and as long as, truthfully, as long as we're in this flesh, we're not going to be that and the bag of chips. We might be that, but not the chips. to the Lord 
means it can't be about us. Means we have to sacrifice and give up some things and not do some things and not say some things and not be some things that we want. If we're going to be committed to Him to do what He wants. And that can be a struggle because I want what I want. And, and when we throw that, but I'm a good guy, doesn't matter if I'm a good guy. Am I a man of God? Are you a woman of God? Are you dedicated? Are you committed that no matter what, you're going to serve? No matter what the situation is, are you going to serve? When it's uncomfortable, are you going to serve? See, because when it feels good, when it's convenient, when, when we get some, some positive feedback from it, we're willing to do it. it, it it's easier to do it. But, but when it's difficult, when it's uncomfortable, when it's inconvenient, what are you going to do then? It's easy to be the good guy when it feels good. It's easy to, to, to give someone a blessing when I've got extra to bless them with. But when you're like the woman and her son and they've got just enough for them, and then the Lord says, share it with the prophet so that I'll take care of it, but right now this is what I need you to do. And he says, but, but Lord, I don't have right now. Where are you when you walk then? I'll, I'll tell you. Sometimes trying to open my, my hand to be generous and to, to give when, you know, you're counting down to how much change? We are just supposed to give and be generous because we want to be obedient to the Lord. Whatever it is, give, be loving, and be generous for the sake of being loving and being generous. Don't think about the convenience. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking to me. Don't think about the convenience. Some people do it so well. Some of us need don't do it as well. And I look and it's like, well, next time, ne next time you just gotta give. Next time you just, you just, give a smile. Just be, you know. Our walking faith can be challenging and we all have our struggles. We all have those things we need to work on. So I would simply just encourage you to work on it. I have, I, you know I talk about myself, I tell you from my first-hand perspective where I am. Because of the message, it's talking to me. Earl, you need to work, you need to improve. You need to be better than what you are, you need to be what I need you to be.
and I hope you will uh, forgive me, but it's had me working backwards through the three verses. Because, again, it starts with us working on us. Before we can do anything else in the rest of the chapter, we have to be available and open to the Lord using us. And in His using us, we have to be available and open to be corrected so that He can bring us back to, back in line with His will when we're out of line with His will. I always want to be, and we always want to be in line, but when we're not, we need to be open to Him telling us, come back, come back over here, I need you over here. That's all right. It's all right to, for, to allow the Lord to correct us, to come back. Our egos tell us, I need to be right, I gotta be right. We stand our ground because we wanna be right. And sometimes even when we know we're wrong, we wanna be acknowledged as right, and we stand our ground in the wrong spot. And the Lord says, I just need you right here. Two steps to your left, just. Thank you for Those of you that, that talk to me and say, you know, you weren't very loving the other day. To tell you the truth, most of the time, I already knew it. But when you see how it affects others, when you see how what you're doing, that reaction, Then it brings it into focus. Uh, I told Nisa Mykia I was going to probably talk about her a little bit in today's message. Uh, she is spending the week with us, um, which I'm thankful for. It's, it's good to see her face and have her in our presence. And we had a good talk yesterday. It was about relationships, it was about how we interact with each other. And, and it, it took me back to this scripture. Because again, sometimes in our interactions with each other, we want to stand our ground to be right. Doesn't matter that the Lord is saying, surrender your ground and just do what I'm telling you to do. Now is not the time for you to stand up and be resistant. I need you to be loving right now. And so we had a very good talk about relationships and understanding where you are and where you're supposed to be and how you affect others in your life. You don't, we don't always see it, which is why we shouldn't be hesitant to tell each other when we need to be brought back to center. Because when, when I know that something I've done or something I said has affected you in a negative way, then I need to reevaluate how I am approaching, how I am doing, how I am saying, so that I can be more of a light to God than a hindrance. That's what we, that's, we all want the pat on the back, but we all need the correction and the feedback to say, this is what you're doing. And again, just, just like for Communion Sundays, we are 
corrected by the Lord separately so that we're not condemned with the world. Let him correct you now. Let him guide you now. Let him mold you and bring you back to center now. I'm going to tell you, for me, the, the older I get, the, the more difficult it has become to get correction, to receive correction, and then willingly come back to self. Sometimes it's a, it's a kick to get me back to where I'm supposed to be. But our walk in faith requires it. And again, it's not a bad thing. It is exactly what the Lord wants us to do. So I will encourage you. Again, I'm, you know, he's talking to me in this message. So if this applies to you, I'm not saying it does, if it applies to you, be open to the Lord correcting you from whatever the source is. And then hear him and come back to something. If you ever need some direction, you just want to self-evaluate, I'll tell you where the world is trying. Because it'll do it. It does it for me. He always brings me back to Romans. Do not conform yourselves. And this is usually chapter verse 2. Is, is, do not conform yourselves to the standard of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God. What is good? and is pleasing to him, and is perfect. Conform ourselves to God. Anyway, because everything else is possible once we're changed anyway. I love you all. And he's working on me. So I, I want to say that out loud. Help me to do better. I will help you to do better. And then we'll be all that, and when we get to heaven, we'll get the bag of chips. Amen?
There's anyone who would like to join us in our fellowship here at God's house of prayer? Please come sit here at this people. Is there one? Along with that call, the chance is open to give thanks to God. The chance is open. 